This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Welcome to a red-souled, high-shine, divinely-scented episode 
mm. of fat mascara. Mm, intriguing. Jen, this is so major, this episode. Yeah, we have a good guest. We had a long Labor Day weekend. It was great. And Jess continued her experiments with wellness. So we'll check in on that. Uh, then dry shampoo. Is it possibly actually bad for you? Hmm. Hmm. And lastly, the struggle is real for redheads. It's real. Um, more importantly, let's get to our guest, Jess. Who is it? Christian Labouton. Wee oui, wee. Oui. It's been a while since I've seen you. Jen, what'd you get up to over Labor Day? I know, extra days off. I love it. Um, let's see, what did I do? Oh, niece and nephew came to visit and gave me more bruises. You These know. kids are always like kicking your butt. No, I took them fishing and then just like relaxed and rejuvenated. How about you? I was rejuvenating myself as well. I know. I heard, I saw some images on the Instagram. <laughs> images. <laughs> images. What are you getting up to now? Okay. Okay. So remember when I did yoga a couple weeks ago? How can oh. I forget? <laughs> I was kicking it at Y7. Yes. And my face was on fire because, like, of the heat. I had, like, an allergic reaction to my wellness journey. <laughs> that has not deterred me at all. Oh, okay. So um, I'm sitting here right now with my juice press, love at first sight juice. I'm trying to, like, do little things to feel better. It's not about, like, looking slim or, you know, becoming, like, super athletic. I just want to feel good. Okay. But I'm hitting some roadblocks. Tell us. Okay. Please share. So I went to SoulCycle the other day. <laughs> Is that better than yoga? <laughs> um, I just, you know, I've been there a few times before. I love, like, the, the, the low lights, the candles, the... They have a lovely candle, by the way. Oh, the, the grapefruit, right? Yes, That's very uh, refreshing. J- Jonathan Adler candle? Yeah, really nice. See how I made it about beauty somehow? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but, I'm, yeah, I'm going for the atmosphere. I like the aesthetics of it, and okay. I love the... Um, like the positive, like refrains that they say, like you can do it. You can yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> one sometime, one somebody said, like change your seat, change your attitude. Okay. And that was, was that... really cool. Yeah. All so right. I, I'm going for that kind of stuff and like a little fitness on the side. So, but I went at 7:30 in the morning. The, I know you're not a morning person. Our listeners know you're not a morning oh, person. Oh my god. Um, I had brown bags under my eyes. I have blue bags, as anyone who knows me knows, like blue-violet under-eye circles. So why did they turn brown? I don't know. It was just like my body reacted in a way that I've never seen before. How long did the eye bags last? Until, like, I went to sleep that night. And I also got a migraine that night also. Like, I was completely off my, huh. my like, out of sorts. And even a friend of mine said the next day, like a work colleague, she's like, yeah, you didn't look good yesterday. She's like, don't go so early in the morning. Like, she was really honest with me. Then I went to my acupuncturist, who I started seeing for migraines. Okay. As I just said, I have migraines. Um, she's fantastic. I love her. I will link to her on our site. She's fantastic. This is not her fault. But I went to go see her. I usually leave like wa- feeling like I'm walking on a cloud. What happened? I got super sick that night. Like all of my little efforts, I just feel like God is striking me down. <laughs> saying or I'm right you really are allergic to wellness so what do you think Dr. Jen um I don't know if I have to put on my doctor's coat for this one (laughs) 
But I have a similar experience with beauty. Even though I'm a beauty expert and I give people advice all the time, I have never been able to be the girl who gets manicures, which I know is so stupid. You're trying to be like healthier and live longer and not get migraines. And I'm like, want to have nice nails. (laughs) But like I tried to go hardcore, like get get the gel nails every week, make a standing appointment. And like I failed miserably because why did you want to do that? I don't know. I felt like I read some stupid article about how like it's so professional to have like a manicure. Right. And it's not like I chew my nails, but they're like unpolished pretty much always unless I'm like doing a look. I understand what you mean. So I went hardcore and that backfired, which is why I'm in this unpolished phase. Because I feel like you need to do baby steps maybe. Like just start out, for example, for me, like start out putting on some polish at home every now and then, you know? Right. Like maybe I should just like do some like light calisthenics in front of the television. Which is sure, like, calisthenics. Or, yeah, if you want to go like back this, to the eighties and try that, that works. Or the, drink a juice. Like okay, like drink a juice. Like right now, I'm, I decided to get a juice. I normally have Diet Coke. A couple. Okay, when so, we record. so maybe every other Diet Coke becomes water or a juice. Right. And also, you always pack it all into your weekends, and you do like twenty things at once. I feel like we need to spread out the wellness. Yeah, you know, remember we we were having lunch the other day with our producer, yes. and I was about to order the spaghetti carbonara at 12, 12 p.m. I believe it was cacio e pepe. Oh yeah, yes. exactly, cacio <laughs> e pepe, and um, the twelve p.m. Yes. Yes, exactly. In noon, exactly the. Like appropriate time, like the the first the appropriate time, the acceptable time to have lunch, lunch yes. right? Um, and I just said, I'm gonna make a new choice, like my first instinct, and I got like a salad or something instead. Oh, you did get salad, right? yeah. So that's like okay, so that's my new thing. I'm just gonna take my first choice and just like tweak it, tweak it. But I get what you're saying. I'm going too hard, too fast, guys. If you have any tips on how to ease into wellness, ease into wellness. I'm never going to be the girl with, like, you know, a yoga selfie and, like, an acai bowl in front of my, like, computer. But I'm moving more in that direction, which is good. I think that's a good plan. And I will also try to keep my nails more regular. One and two and three and four and get them sit-ups right in. Tuck your tummy tight and do your crutches like this. Yes. I was I was looking through some of the posts on our Facebook page and... We get a lot of questions from readers, and I saw this one from Jessica from New Jersey. Jessica? Wait, you're Jessica from New Jersey. Yeah. Did you, pl- did you, did you plant this on our Facebook page? <laughs> no, I okay, didn't. Okay, so here's what she said. She said she's been seeing a lot lately news about people who use dry shampoo losing their hair or having problems with dry shampoo or causing breakage and, like, the damaging sides of dry shampoo. And she said she saw, quote, unquote, studies. So, right. of course, she brought it to the experts. <laughs> I um, love that studies was quote unquote. It sounds like know, she because, doesn't want to give up because her dry I think shampoo. our listeners are really educated women who understand like not everything they read is going to be necessarily true. But I think it's a really good question. Dry shampoo is so prevalent now. Um, a, do you use it? B, have you ever like looked into? It? <laughs> I know I'm like just flying <laughs> questions. Jen has literally like lunged across the table. <laughs> I got really excited about. That. Do you use dry shampoo? Um, I rarely use it. To be really honest, I I like to wash my hair. I wash it every other day. See, I do use it almost, I want to say, every other day. I'm dry shampooing instead of actual shampooing. And I haven't had a problem, but I have heard of other people who have. I think the people who are using dry shampoo who are having a problem are the people who are treating it like real shampoo. Dry shampoo is not real shampoo. I wish that these brands did not call... Dry shampoo, yeah, like dry the, shampoo. They need to call it like texturizer, which is why a lot of girls are or using it. oil sopper upper. Yeah, 
Yes, that's perfect. That's thank that you. We need to work on that a little bit. But you're right; it doesn't actually clean hair, does no. it? No. And I think people think you know some people are actually you know making that connection. Oh, it sops up the oil, so my hair is clean. No, no, no. It's sopping up the oil. Whatever ingredients they use, whether it's um, talc, is just one ingredient, but that's certainly not not the only one. You know, different kinds of powders and agents. silicones and. Flash solvents. <laughs> Actually, that's not no, true. I just we're like just to like say saying it. those words. Um, but it, it deposits substances that absorb the oil, but then it sits there. So it's certainly not cleaning your hair. It's adding more crap to so, your hair. But can anything happen if you then don't wash out what you just added to your hair? Sure can, Jen. Do t- we do tell. What do you know? It's it's compounds with the oils that are on your hair. Okay. So it's not stopping up all of them. They're still there. The dead skin cells that shed normally when you wash your hair and then like you're supposed to do a little like massage when you wash your hair, hopefully. Um, And the product, it's all just sitting there. Picture it just like sediment. Picture Uh as if you were like putting powder on your face every day and then just not washing your face and then being surprised when you broke out in an itchy rash or you, you know, broke out in zits. So is it that mixture compounds of those little things you just described that is going to then make your hair fall out? It's going to, it's going to cause inflammation and inflammation is kind of this catch-all term that, you know, doctors use, but that can irritate the follicle, causing it to fall out if it's weak, or it can, and this is like such a basic thing, but stay with me, it can kind of just cause the hairs to stick together. And then when you brush your hair or you wash your hair, instead of just like the normal shedding, like one hair falling out, yeah. they're like stuck together, like banded, like three or four. And it, seem, so it seems like a lot of hair is falling because out. Because you're actually like, you're, you're encouraging the hair to stick together with all this like cakey dry shampoo and then boom, a lot more hair is falling out. Okay, so and and if you did continue not to shampoo, is there anything else that could happen? If you're continuing not to shampoo, all this bacteria can grow because you just have this little <gasps> farm of like crap. In a little powder sediment mixture? Exactly. It's a bacteria like oh, haven. They want to eat on the little oil. Exactly. Thing. You're not washing it off, so it's oh, a bacteria gross. farm. And then PS, you have all this crap just sitting there. Your scalp can't breathe. It's getting dehydrated. You know what that is? Q dandruff so you have like all this crap that could be falling onto your shoulders because it's either the dry shampoo and the you know special mixture itself yeah or it could actually be your scalp because your scalp is not you know prop it's not getting the balance that it needs to be a healthy moisturized happy scalp Do we want to posit if you are a frequent dry shampoo user how often you still need to be shampooing or do you leave that to your stylist and you and Expert, like you know, every scalp, every scalp is different. Tell us, but, <laughs> you're, doc- but you're the doctor. This, this Doctor Matlin it. says, yeah. Uh, the experts that I've spoken to, and I've written about this before extensively. You want to use dry shampoo no more than two times a week, and you want to shampoo your hair not every day, unless you have like something going on. About every other day or so, unless you have right. very dry hair or like you or know, textured, textured hair, hair that yeah. yeah, then that's a different situation. Yeah. If you're someone, if you're someone who just cannot like hook the dry shampoo habit, and you're not listening to our advice. Hmm? Please use a clarifying shampoo once a week. It will say clarifying shampoo. A really good one is real harsh, but it will get the stuff out of your hair. Is the Bumble Sunday shampoo? Oh, and I like the uh, Frederick Fakai apple cider shampoo. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So basically, that is clearing out that little bacteria farm you were talking about, mm-hmm. and your hair won't fall out. So Jessica from New Jersey, who is not <laughs> Jessica Matlin from New Jersey, I hope that answered your question. I wanna live with 
Fabulous book. You're like not even looking. I'm at not me. looking. I'm sorry. What, what is it? <laughs> um, it's called A Field Guide to Redheads, an illustrated celebration. It's a quick read. Um, it's like a little coffee table book, a little gift book uh, by Elizabeth Graber, who's an illustrator. Wait, it's you, fantastic. You need your own field guide. We we don't get a lot of love. Could have used because let me tell you, I didn't have a lot of redhead finalia growing up. Well, this book, well, I should tell you about the book really quickly. Oh, this is the page I wanted to show you A Day at the Beach. They have it's this little girl, mm-hmm. and I'll show you some photos of this on our Instagram, guys. So keep keep checking us out. It's, it shows a little redheaded girl at the beach and a little girl after the beach, Aww. and she's a freckly little mess, which is like me every time I go to the beach. But and so this book is a celebration of redheads. So they have everyone from Joan Holloway to, um, do you know Malcolm X was a redhead? I, I, actually, I actually did know you, that. You did that? Okay, I, I feel like a moron, so excuse me. Cindy Lauper, Molly Ringwald, who is a fan of the podcast. Love you, Molly. Oh, yeah, love you, Molly. Um, um, wait, but tell me, when you, this is going to get deep and we're going to yeah. get analyze it here uh-huh when you were growing Grace up Coddington go on when you were growing up did, like was it tough being redhead because I feel like I love your red hair I just think it's like a bonus I wish I had like cool red hair I wish we had a couch and more time but um <laughs> here's the thing I did not I didn't have red redheaded icons like I wanted to be blonde which like didn't I don't know if it like troubled my mom but like I was obsessed with Barbie she had one redheaded friend Midge who was like never in anything <laughs> even her name yeah. is sad. Midge yeah um I wanted <laughs> Sorry, to, I can't get from Midge. No, she had Midge she was um, like a small fly <laughs> I was obsessed with Archie. He had red hair, but like the girls like had, you know, sexy raven hair or, you know, blonde Betty. Oh. I, was obs- I, I, I was obsessed with Barbie. Like, I mean, we can dive into that another time. I don't know if some people have issues with that. But like, I, she was blonde. Like everyone, every like select- Like who'd you have? Midge and Archie. Like, yeah. Like, felt, like, yeah. Or, and people said, oh, like you're cute. Like Annie or Strawberry oh. Shortcake. None of these people were glamorous or Pippi Longstocking. I loved Pippi, but they were always weird or, like, an orphan. I mean, Pippi was an orphan. Yeah. Annie was an orphan. Strawberry Shortcake was animated. I've actually never thought about this, but now that you're saying it, you're absolutely Raggedy right. Raggedy Ann was like, like, everything is, nothing is aspirational. There's nothing aspirational. There's even, like, negative names for you guys. Like, you know, and then in, there's Kick a Ginger Day, I've heard yeah, about. And that's a real thing, and that's, like, gingerism is, like, really serious problem um, our UK listeners, I'm sure you know, yeah. it's a really big deal. It's like not a laughing matter. It's bad. I went to this ballet school, and there was another redheaded girl named Jessica. Uh huh. I already said, and I started in the middle of the semester, like the semester for ballet, so I already yeah. felt weird, and I okay. was like chunkier than the other girls. Okay. And we did this thing called across the floor. So Jess. I won't use her last name, but other Jess H went in front of me, and she was tall and gorgeous in her black leotard and pink tights, and she did her thing, and then I did mine. As we went across the floor, our teacher went, little red, big red. I didn't know what hit me. That's how she differentiated between us. Were you older? Maybe it was just because you were the older one. No, we were the same age. We were both like 11 years old. 
you're like you look traumatized. It was. Do you, can but can you imagine the shock of like you're you're going alone across the floor? Yeah. Like you know you barely even know what you're doing because I started like in the middle, so I was like, oh, is this okay? You know, like potaboure, <laughs> potaboure, <laughs> and then <laughs> it was rough. You're so not tell like me about this book. Would this book have helped? It would, and I and I think I caught a glimpse. Of, I I actually started loving my hair. I saw Tor- I fell in love with Tori Amos. I think we've talked about our Tori Amos like affection, and that was the first person I saw with, Tor- with with red hair. That was like, that woman is cool. What a cool lady. And oh, yes. I have not. I didn't have any redhead icons until that. I was like thirteen years old. Okay, so now for all those redheads out there and their kids. There's this book, and there's a lot of cool redheads. To redheads. There's Joan from Mad Men. There's Karen now there is. Elson. There's now. now. Yes, I the had to wait. Is not as struggly now. No, and there's one other book I want to recommend. Oh, it's us, fantastic. It's called How to Be a Redhead, and the girls who started it. I mean, I could have used them like when I was younger too. Is this also a new book? It's it came out in May, but these girls are fantastic. They have a great blog, great Instagram, and they even have a product line that's really handy. Um, some cosmetics and hair products. I love their... Oh, just for redheads. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I can um, see that for like eyebrow, pencil. Their names are Stephanie and Adrian Vendetti, and they're just, I oh, mean... Wait, is this the book? Aren't you quoted in this book? I am quoted in this book. Um, she, she quoted a lot of redheaded, you know, women in fashion and beauty, and so they both quoted. But see how okay the therapist I, yeah. now I'll play therapist again. Huh. Look where you've come, Jessica. You're oh now God. one of the women in this book that can be a beautiful redhead role model for everyone else. Thanks. So we're here with Mr. Christian Louboutin, the world-renowned shoe designer whose red-soled shoes have been on pretty much everybody in the world, all the most famous women. Welcome to Fat Mascara. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Um, People might be wondering why you are on a beauty podcast. And for those who don't know, you have a huge beauty line that you came out with two years ago. So tell us first about your shoes and how they tie into beauty. When, what, what's the connection there? Well, I wouldn't say that I have a fat beauty line or like a big <laughs> beauty line. I would just say I, I, I started beauty, which is now, yeah, two years ago, I would say. And the way it's been linked in a way, there is a French expression which says, I'm going to say it in French, ce qui est à César, rendre à César ce qui est à César. So it's to give back to Cesar what belongs to Cesar. And uh, so, it's an ex- yeah, so it's an expression. And it just means that actually my trademark, which is a red sword, mm-hmm. has actually started because of a nail polish. I was in the factory where I'm doing, uh, where I was doing my shoes, where I'm still doing my shoes actually in Italy. And uh, I, was, I had tried all the prototypes of the day and the girl who was trying the prototype was finished. I mean, she was finished to work with her feet, so she actually was taking care of her hands, and she was actually putting some nail polish on her hands. And I was looking at one of the prototypes, which was exactly like my primary drawing, and it was a very nice one. It was a Mary Jane pointy with a sort of big buckle shape of a flower. And it still it looked good, but it looked better on my drawing, and I could not really understand why. And I realized that it was a very poppy color drawing. And in the reality, there was a big mass, which was black. And there was no black, no sort of dark color in my drawing. 
and the soul was black. And I thought, if I could erase that big mass of black, maybe it would become really like my drawing. So as she was polishing her nail, I thought, okay, I'm going to take her nail polish. So I said, Sarah, do you mind? She said, I mind, because we are not in the middle of, you know, of a big city, and I just did two nails, so what do you want me? I said, no, listen, I would like to try something. So we had a bit of a fight, and, uh, but I'm bigger. So I managed <laughs> to grab the nail polish. She said, my nail polish, I don't have to. I said, okay, don't worry, I get you that nail polish. That's the same one. I said, you can wait for two days. No one is here, don't worry. <laughs> anyway, so I put the nail polish on the, on the sword, and it looked exactly like my primary drawing, and I thought, okay, this is it, you know, it's just a matter of color, and it looked actually very nice, so I thought, well, I'm going to have the red for the salt. Just, just for that pair of shoes, or did you think, this is my trademark? No, I never thought of a trademark at the very beginning. I thought, well, it looks good, so I'm going to have a colored sole every season. Oh, you were going to change it? I was thinking to change it at the very beginning, and then I realized when it was all red that it really looked good on every color. And a lot of women, I'm seeing you, Jessica and Jennifer, you're all, all in black, but you have an element, your lips, which are red, the both of you. Mm -hmm. So people who don't even wear color, they still wear red. So I thought probably I should stick to red. And I did stick to red. And then it became a sign of recognition and then a trademark. So when I started beauty, I thought I have to give back to César, so to, to my really beginning of my story in a way, of my adventure with my company started also with nail polish. I thought if I had to do beauty, which I thought for a moment, I had thought for a moment, I thought, well, I should really start with the color, a my red, color. A red scarlet nail polish. Exactly, a red lacquered nail polish. So the beauty line started two years ago, but obviously you've been designing shoes for much longer than that. Mm -hmm. When you were growing up, you love women, you, you love making things for women. Who did you look to as sort of a stylish woman that you, you like an icon? Who inspired you to go into making shoes in the first place? I was born in the mid-60s, so when you're talking of that, I'm thinking of people which was to me, which were to me sort of inspiring in the 70s. And to be perfectly honest, in the 70s in France, no one looked inspiring to me. <laughs> really no one. The actresses were probably very good actresses, but slightly boring to my taste, you know, to my type of teenager taste. So I was really driven by people from the 50s, mm -hmm. people from the 30s. So I was driven by a very classical Hollywood thing, a very less classical Bollywood thing, because next to the apartment of my parents, there was a great um, theater where you see movies, theater. Mm -hmm. And they were playing Egyptian movies and Indian movies. So I actually loved Hema Malini. I loved a lot of the big, uh, Amitabh Bachchan, a lot of the big Bollywood superstar. The, the really the people of the time from the 70s for me were really, from the 70s, were the big. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, 
They have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing Joanna Thompson's. Right, that's about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Hollywood superstars because Indian women looked so great and in the 70s they were incredible in movies. Otherwise, it would really be the classicals, you know, Marlene would be one, of course, but Marilyn also. I mean, really the classical, you know, strong imagery from, the, from Hollywood. And why, and why shoes? Why not go into fashion? What was it about shoes? My thing from the very beginning was shoes because I love dance. And uh, so when I was... Were you into shoes as, like, for yourself too? No. No, just no. women's shoes. Really women's shoes. What, I was really into women reality <laughs> is. And I was really two dancers. I loved music hall and I had discovered as a kid with my, uh, with my best friend from school that if you go to a, a music hall in Paris, mm -hmm. you have a, um, an intermission, you know, when yeah. you stop and it a goes break. back. So a break. So everybody goes outside, smoked a cigarette and then comes back. And I had, re we had both realized that when you were so first thing, you go outside, then you come back and you can change seats. You know, you've been sitting, you can have a better seat there, mm -hmm. there, ta, ta, ta. And, but nobody's asking for your ticket. So what we had done forever is to see the second part of, so we, were, we sort of knew at what time was the second part. <laughs> second we would sneak in and so never had to pay your ticket, and we saw the second part of every single show in Paris <laughs> that way. And so I got to see a lot of plays, serious play, which is fantastic. But when you miss half of it, the beginning, you have a hard time to understand. But it was a good training to actually understand, try to be quick into the psychology of characters. But when I was really fed up to be so trying to be smart and understanding a play, which was making almost no sense for me in general, we would go to see musical, to see showgirls. That was my favorite pastime, in a way, pastime. And uh, so I loved showgirls. I loved, you know, the musical in general, Les Folies Bergères, Le Paradis Latin, etc., Le Moulin Rouge, Lido a little bit less, but still was nice. But you couldn't get in that easily through the Lido, I have to admit. So I didn't see it so many times. Anyway, so because of that, I really wanted to... I really wanted to do something for the musical, for the girls. And to me, those girls were really like, you know, those showgirls are a bit like fantasy birds, in a way, you know, birds of paradise right. with all those feathers, etc. And it's natural to birds to have further. So I thought, I would like to do something, but I didn't think to do further because, you know, birds have further. So it seems that it was not a costume, but it was their reality. But I could see that they were having shoes, so it was bird with shoes. So I thought, well, you know, the birds, they have the further, but I can take care of the shoes. And shoes is giving, is so important for dancers, giving such a big 
support, but also sort of posture, different posture, attitude. So I thought, okay, so I'm going to do shoes. And I started to do shoes for Showgirls, which was actually my first job. Really? Yeah, I mean, I didn't do them, but I, uh, I was employed by the Folie Berger as an intern. No so, way. Yeah. So it was to adorn the women. So it was really to yeah. celebrate Yeah, I was never dancers. interested in clothes, really. Okay. So when mm. you see a woman today, do you automatically look at her shoes? Or do you look at something else first? I never looked at the shoes first. But that's comforting, because I don't think you'd be too pleased with me. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't like high heels. This is blasphemy. That's okay. That's okay. You're all right with that. I, I can live. I'm all right. Okay. I could. I, I'm. I'm telling you exactly what I'm doing when I meet a person. When you are, when you make a, a flat, are you a little sad? Like are flats okay? I just have to. No, add, no, I'm no, talking no. to the 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 king, the priest of heels. So I just while I have this moment, I have to ask you: Are flats okay? Flat is totally okay. Oh I, God! <laughs> you're all right. I, no. I love flats. Okay. I'm not speaking of clogs. Oh, no, 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 no. All right? No, We're not no clogs. I wouldn't clogs. dare. You don't, right, okay, right. no clogs. No clogs, Why? please. Because think about it. A clog, you know, when you hear clunky, the, sound, clunky, clunky. the sound of someone coming, when you hear high heels, you imagine something immediately. When you hear clogs, what do you imagine? Mario Batali. Some, <laughs> <laughs> That's one. A donkey. Um, yeah. A donkey, oh, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 This is even nicer. Not sexy. In general, it's more. Flats, you never hear me coming. Yeah, you'll sneak yeah. up on us. It's okay. floating. It's very nice. Okay, thank you. Okay, we can get back to your beauty. Yeah, so what okay. do you notice first about a woman? I look at the woman, and it's almost like a training. I look at the person, and I look at the face. Really, the face, the posture, the way the person is going to put her hands, etc. Really, the gesture, but the mm -hmm. face of all. And after a while, I sort of try to imagine what she has on her feet. Hmm. And then I look. <laughs> and see if you were correct or not. Exactly. I love it. Interesting. Exactly. It's a game, exactly. Well, if you're looking at faces first, then mm -hmm. you're obviously noting, noticing their cosmetics. And so you started out with nail polish, as you said, but then you started to do lip colors, too. Why was that next as opposed to, like, a mascara or something? Because I think that, you know, lips are very, very important. Again, the red is very important for the lips. But again, it's, it has to see with posture, too. When I'm thinking, when I'm designing an object, I'm designing something, but I'm immediately thinking of the object, it, its function, but also in function, in the movement. In the gesture. And in the on. gesture, exactly. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my English is a bit bad. Uh, so the first thing was the nail polish, and immediately after, it had to be the lips. I thought of the lips at the same time, actually, as the nail polish, but I, I had to give back to Cesar, so I started with the <laughs> nail polish, but really I thought of the lipstick immediately, because it's a beautiful gesture. The hand touching the lips, caressing the lips, etc. It's a very nice thing, and it's a very, you know, it's basically you're caressing yourself when you're touching your lips. So there is something of the person who loves herself, which is very, very nice. And uh, the only thing which I try to correct is I'm all immediately thinking of the first gesture. So when I say I try to correct with what I did with the lips is that the first gesture is a hand like, you know, doing this and grabbing something out of a bag. Right. So I just wanted to start with another gesture, which is just the hand touching the lips. That's why I actually made it as a pendant, 
you can actually wear the lipstick as a pendant. So the first gesture is actually the hand close to your heart and then taking it to go to your lips. So I it's a prettier to ritual than exactly. rummaging around your handbag for something. Exactly, exactly. It's and now exactly, it's a ritual. I wanted to start by a very pretty starting of a ritual, uh, pretty start of a ritual. Mm -hmm. And now, have you seen women wearing your lip color pendants that don't know who you are? Have you p passed them on the street or anything? I'm sure you mm -hmm. see your shoes all the time, but. I saw, I saw in Los Angeles, not such a long time ago, um, someone wearing it. Yeah. And it was very pretty because she had put a lot of chains together. So it was very, very nice. Big, big, thick chains together. Yeah. And one was attached with not one, actually, lipstick, but the full range of, I mean, the full range, the matte, the satin, and the, and the sheer. So the three together. It, it looked very nice. That's cool. Right. And the right. most recent you launched was the, the matte, correct? The matte, exactly. Yeah. And the luby lac and the lac. I so love the, the name. The name is great. Mm -hmm. Luby lac. I just want I just want to call you lubes. Can I call you lubes from now on? Luby. Luby. Okay, luby. <laughs> we'll do that. Do your friends call you luby? Yeah. Well, we'll see Lube. how friendly we yeah. get by the end of this. <laughs> um, so next for you, you've done nails, you've done lips. Mm -hmm. So what's next? Uh huh. Yes. Well, I know, because it's we, my job we, to know. <laughs> but we have a clue. We have a clue. You're coming out with fragrances, right? Yes. Yeah. This is a huge passion of ours. We are so excited to talk to, them, um, to talk to you about them. So tell us, we noticed there's going to be three, which is a big deal. You're not just doing one, you're doing three. Mm -hmm. What was the inspiration for your new scents, and why three at once? Well, because I started to really work on the scent. You know, and I haven't been thinking, there was no brief. You know, I didn't get, when I started to uh, work with the nose, there was no brief, like, you know, I want that. It's about a woman who is like this. It's about a woman, like, it's about like that. It was really about the scent. So I wanted to be totally in a bath of scent and really immerse myself mm -hmm. in, the, in the scent. So that was really what I was into. And so I started with uh, actually a lot of different scents and started to narrow it down to things that I liked, things that I was thinking to explore, things that I was thinking of in general. And I started to narrow it down. And when it arrived to less than 10, 11, I started to like them all. And I felt every time I was taking away one, I was feeling a bit sad in a way. Mm. So and did you think you might just launch one at first? I didn't have a really preconceived idea. I just wanted to work, it's been, I started really beauty five years ago, really, and I started to work on the on the sense three years ago, mm. almost three years ago. Yeah, three yeah. It's really ago. most three designers start with a scent and then maybe they go into color cosmetics. You're mm -hmm. doing it in reverse. Yeah, I wanted to start with colors really, mm. but I like I like uh, I like perfume. It's a very evocating world, and so I really wanted to start by the scent when I worked on the perfumes and. You know, it's like if, for instance, you leave on holidays with a lot of friends and then suddenly, you know, some friend, or you are at a party, you have many friends, and then some are leaving and some are leaving, and then a moment it looks, it looks less like a party. You know, it's like, okay, there's few people. So those scents, at one point, I started to like them all, and I had to get rid of one. I had to get rid of one. I thought, oh, God, this one is leaving. I like this the one. The party's one. over. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit that the party starts to be over. And when I arrived to uh, less than 10, it was like 7 or 8, I really had a hard time to get rid of those scents, which started to inhabit me in a way. I was, you know, 
yes. co roommate or whatever of me. Uh -huh. And so I really had a bit of a hard time. I really liked them all, but I still had to narrow them. And, and then at one point, I got this type of rebellion. I thought, you know, I can't, I'm never going to arrive to have one fragrance. Right. And the reason is, is that, first of all, I don't know why it would be one fragrance, because I don't think that there is one woman. And if, you know, people are asking me sometimes, do you have a muse? And I think it's very difficult for me to narrow a one character of one person which, repre which will represent every woman. It's complicated, it's impossible. But also from my childhood, I had three sisters. So Aww. I couldn't imagine having like one sister. You have three sisters, you have three sisters. It's difficult. So is one, is one think of each, is each of these sort of like one of your sisters now? I wouldn't say that it's, They're it very represents. Exactly. But you know, I have three sisters. They're very, very different. Yeah. And I cannot say I have a better sister or someone I really There's much prefer. Yeah. You know, I'm happy to have three sisters. And they're different. Uh, that makes me even happier. So it's the same thing for fragrance, you know. It, I, I've had just had a very hard time to imagine, okay, this is a fragrance for every woman that I could right. like. It's just impossible for me. And uh, so even if at one point you have to narrow things, you know, I'm not a house of perfumes, I'm not going to launch 150 perfume or something, I could not narrow it down more than three because I, they were very, very different. And I thought, okay, this is exactly the smell I've been working on on that side. It's very, very good. It's, it, it's not going to evaluate in that. So why to kill it? Because I like the other one, you know, one versus the other one. I, I'm not a big, aggressive person, so I'm not really a fighter. I just thought, well, they all have their place. So and they what should are the, all can live. Can you tell us the names? So can that you quickly, like, well, can you walk us through the, the fragrances see, I have and here Trouble them? in Heaven. Yeah, there is Trouble in Heaven. Who is Trouble in Heaven Yeah, what is, what's that about? What? <laughs> it's a lot of people. Mm. But do they, it can do they be, know who it, they are? It, it can be you in one day. It, mm. it can be you at one moment. And you may, you may be another person. You may be Tornade Blonde at another moment. And so that's, what's the other one? Tornade Blonde. There is Tornade Blonde, oh, which is a French I like one. This, this was your one, favorite, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, we did a little pre-testing before you Oh, it's very fresh. I like this. She's a little bit less sexy. She's more sporty, I think, oh than the God, other one. Oh, God, I'm the sporty one. But they're all good. And then I the last it. one, Bikini Questa Sera. Bikini Questa Sera. Questa Sera. Right. What is, what it's is, Italian. Okay. It's an Italian name. It means bikini this evening. This evening in a bikini, more or less. Sexy. They're very too. different. They're very different, you know. People are different. It's complicated to shrink oh, everyone's like character in one bottle. Can you like look at someone and know what they'll gravitate to? Like when you are with like a friend and you're showing them, like, do you know exactly what they're gonna like? You know, it's very funny because I had lunch with a very good friend of mine called Beatrice. She's Italian, beautiful. She's a great artist too, and uh, she loves roses. So I said, I'm going to make you smell something. And she said, what is it? I say, I've been working on, on perfumes, and this is a perfume which, is, which has a lot of rose in it. And she said, oh, my God. Last time I was roses was 20 years ago, but another perfume, da, da, da. So she comes, and she loved it, but she tried the others, and she texts me after. I'm, I'm a rose girl, but I, in fact, I'm the other fragrance. So you see... Which one is, so which one is she? Not the trouble in heaven. She was. She, she, 
tornade blonde. The three scents are very different, but the bottles I noticed, although they're different colorways, mm -hmm. the sculpture of them is the same for all three, yeah. and it is quite a sculpture. Even mm -hmm. your lip, your lip colors, your nail polishes—you're known for your sculptural containers. What was the inspiration for the bottle for these? What exactly happened with the bottle is that there is—I have few passions, and one is architecture. And when I started to work for beauty, I wanted some object to really be designed by architects. And a bottle is something which has to stand by itself, just like buildings. So I really thought that I wanted absolutely the bottle designed by an architect. And I thought immediately of someone that I always worshipped and adored, who is a fantastic architect. So I went to see him, speaking about what I was doing. And he said, well, I don't have the time right now, but come back in a year because I'm working on projects that I know that I won't be able, but I never did that. And it's interesting. It's nice. Mm -hmm. And thank you for thinking about me. And, uh, but he died. Oh, no. uh, okay, you know, let's not be too sad. He was 104. So okay. <laughs> he had all his life. He had a fantastic guy. He died. Oscar Niemeyer, the Brazilian architect. And, but I still wanted to work with an architect. And the first person, the only person who came to my mind is this fantastic architect who's an English architect, Thomas Heatherwick. He's doing a lot of big projects actually now on the, on the piers. I heard City, in yeah. New York City. Mm -hmm. But he did a lot of great buildings, great things. And he did, for instance, this, uh, the torch the torch which was joining itself in London for, for the, the Olympics. Okay. He yeah. was responsible for that. He's been doing this beautiful British pavilion in Shanghai, too, which is was almost like an ocean giant. But what I love about architecture is that when an, a piece of architecture is well done, you have no idea of the scale. If mm -hmm. you don't have someone next to it, you have no idea how big, how small is the architecture. Oh, that's interesting. We cannot let you leave. I know you have to leave soon, but we can't let you leave without asking I about... I have to go to see Beyonce. It's a pretty... <laughs> Get me out of here. It's a pretty good excuse, I'll tell you that. Um, but before you go, we always ask our guests, what beauty products do you love? I don't see you wearing any lipstick, but like You skin, smelled good when you walked yeah, in here. Yeah, and your skin is amazing. Cologne you wore before this fragrance or favorite skincare? I don't put anything. Uh, oh, come on. No, I don't put anything. The only thing is that I put... Yeah, I have some fragrance, yeah. yeah what were you wearing? What are you wearing today? I'm wearing 4711, which is a cologne. Mm, it's classic. And otherwise, I wear Cologne Bigarade by Frédéric Mal. Or otherwise, I, uh, I have Caron also, pour un homme. Mm. I haven't been having it for a long, long time. Otherwise... Skincare, nothing, but I love a, a thing called Granado, which is a Brazilian company. Granado? Doing talcum powders and things and soaps, etc. Granado, Granado. Well, thank you for coming. We have to let you go thank see the you. Queen Bee. Yes. Um, but come back and visit us anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. Merci. People say she's crazy. She got diamonds on the soles of her shoes. Well, that's one way to lose. Walking blues, diamonds on the soles of your shoes. You guys.
guys, that interview with Louboutin, Louboutin, he's just called him Lubes. He said we could call him Lubes, right? He did Louboutin. say that. Let me just Louboutin. That was so epic, but I just have to tell you what happened as he was walking out the door. Do you mind if I tell? No. So as you know, Jess has struggles wearing high heels. She was more of a flats person. So Mr. Louboutin, I'm sorry, Monsieur Louboutin, <laughs> as he was walking out the door, he turns back to Jess and he goes, Goodbye, flat Jessica. <laughs> oh. Can I call you? I, it's the best nickname ever. I thought it was so sweet. I don't know if he meant it in a sweet way. But I couldn't tell It either. was so sweet. But he was off on his way to Beyonce. I think he was just like, just wanted to get, get on the road. Enough of you girls. <laughs> yeah. Bye, flat Jessica. Such a good interview. Oh, my God. Um, okay, we have okay. to get, we get down to business. It's time. Dun, dun, dun. To... Why are you pointing at me? I thought we were like doing a duet. Okay, it's time to raise one. <laughs> time to raise a one. Okay, you go first, Flat Jessica. Flat Jessica. Um, okay, so it, to recover from my weekend of wellness, last night I treated myself to a bath. Mm. I cleaned the tub. Mm-hmm. It's always production, but it was worth it because I dumped the remaining half a bottle of my Knep. 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 Oh yes, the How German do, yeah company. K N E I P P bath salts into my tub. I used the eucalyptus one because I said I was feeling a huge tub yeah, of bath salts. It's enormous. Um, it's five hundred grams, seventeen ounces. I dumped um, a tremendous amount of the eucalyptus ones into my bath because I feel like I'm, fight, I'm just finishing up being sick. But any one of these you choose. It changes your state of mind. The relaxing one makes you really relaxed. I actually felt a lot better today after taking this bath. You go to the store, health food store, go online to Amazon, buy these salts. It's the, they're the best bath salts you can get. And they're, they're, they're like Epsom salts. Yeah, right? sorry. They're like, yeah, they're like Epsom salts. Um, they're not going to like bubble up and give you delicious Lux bath. They're going to change your frame of mind, change your, your, the state of being you're in. And I like it. I'm yeah. into that. Oh, so good. If you feel like cleaning your tub. Do it Yeah, up. yeah. Okay, my turn. What is going on with you? You look very happy. Okay, I'm doing my first raise a wand to not a product. <gasps> I'm going to raise a wand to our listeners. Oh. First of all, they are so bomb, I can't even tell you. And all the, all the emails we get and the tweets and the Instagram, that's great. But I met one in person. Can I tell you? Met one. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> I'll you're doing Pokemon. I know. <laughs> I know. So I was going to the movies with my boyfriend, walking through this like lobby of wherever, downtown New York. Mm-hmm. And this girl just stops in front of me on the stairs. And like literally when I tell you she was shaking, she was, I was like, oh my God, is there like a celebrity behind <laughs> me? And she goes, Jenna, Jen from Fat Ma- Mascara. Oh my God. Of course, my first instinct was like, oh my God, I'm talking so loud. And she heard my voice. She goes, no, I recognize you let me tell you she was the coolest chick tell me about her Her name was Myra she was super chic I want to say she's from Spain we didn't get that much into it but she's getting a master's degree in like cosmetic sourcing she's doing a whole thesis on supply chain for lush lush cosmetics oh my gosh she talked like wonderfully about we talked about parabens and we talked about supply chain sustainability she was like everything I think our listeners are out there like smart informed, into beauty, cool, you know, I just was like, this is who our listeners are. We need to have like a powwow, a conference with these girls. I know. So and men. And men. Women. Yes, totally. Everyone. So this week I'm raising a wand to Fat Mascara listeners. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode. So I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter 
and at Fat Mascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.